President Buchanan is finally going to issue a State of the Union address. Will he offer any help? Welcome to Civil War in Hindsight. I'm Lieutenant Tommy. That's Prospector Johnny. And today, Johnny, President Buchanan finally makes a statement. All right. So he's going to help so, fix things on his way he's out. Gonna, he's going to smooth help. everything out. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. It's about time he takes some leadership. That, well, right. He is a sitting president, of course. Yep. Uh, we were kind of talking about last month how Lincoln was not really making a lot of comments, but it's not his job, too. He's still the president-elect. But we'll start off on December 1st this week with Florida actually calling their legislator to order to discuss the issues of the hand and how specifically to go about them. And those issues, of course, are secession yeah. and so the expansion of slavery. So they're thinking about seceding, too, then? Or are they talking yes. about what South Carolina is Yes, they're, they, they, they're call, they called, yes, they're calling their legislature together. Okay. They're not voting on it yet. They're just in the initial phases of, of, is this something that we are thinking about doing? Should we have a meeting to actually specifically discuss it? Obviously, there's a lot of turmoil going on, so we'll sit down. Talking about we'll talking make, about it. Talking about talking about it, but no decisions are made this week in Florida. They're kind okay. of taking a wait-and-see approach. All right. Which is understandable i guess i guess on december 3rd the second session of the 36th congress of these united states is uh, convened in washington the initial expectation is that this will be a lame duck session because it is the last session of congress <laughs> isn't every session president. a lame duck session eh? well <laughs> pretty much uh <laughs> It has a little bit more life to it than what was expected. Obviously, the Congress is talking about the issues at hand, yeah. again being slavery and again being secession. There are some key congressmen in absentia. They are not showing up from the southern states. And obviously, no legislation is passed this week. Uh, December 4th, it's going to wind up coming towards the end of the week with, the, uh, with President Buchanan issuing his State of the Union address to Congress. He starts off by saying that uh, the State of the Union is not good. Oh. Thank you for that clarification, when, President Buchanan. Yeah, we people are trying to leave, no it's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of messed things up. But at no least, he, at least he's aware of it, I guess. <laughs> which, is, which is better than some presidents we've had in the past. Yeah. The long-continued, uh, I mean, he, he starts off by stating that, like I said, the State is not good, and I quote, the long-continued... An intemperate interference of the northern people with the question of slavery in the southern states has at length produced its rational effects, saying that, essentially, this interference from the north into the south has now come to a head. We are at yeah. conflict with each other. He does, however, go on to say that he encourages the slave states to be left alone, and he insists that the states are sovereign to the federal government and their rights should not be interfered with within the state's boundaries. States should have the right to do as they choose. although. The Constitution. So he's basically be in saying it's okay. To that. Yes, the, the Constitution mm. would direct conflict to that when it states the federal, you know, federal law supersedes state law. But we'll get there. Yeah. He then states that, and I quote: "The election of any one of our fellow citizens to the office of president does not, in and of itself, uh, offer just cause for the dissolution of the union." So basically, he's saying that doesn't matter who we elected as the president so long as they were a legal yeah, citizen. Yeah, that's not reason to leave. It's not reason to leave. It's not reason to dissolve the union. He further yeah, states... Yeah, because it's a democracy. 
Yes, he further states that the evil may never come unless we rashly bring it upon ourselves. So on one hand, he's stating that the state should be left to their own demise, but on the other, he's outright condemning secession. He's saying, no, we shouldn't secede, yeah. we shouldn't fight, be rational, let's think about this. He calls for calmer times, and he says that if South Carolina attacks the federal forts, which they have talked about because there's this question as to the federal forts, Fort Maltrice, Fort Sumter specifically, are they, since they're technically not on the mainland of South Carolina and they are federal installations, does South Carolina mm-hmm. have the rights to take them over? And, and Buchanan basically says that, um, please, please be calm and rational about this, and if you do go and attack the forts, expect that the federal installations will defend themselves, and rightfully so. Well, yeah, if you're getting attacked, you're going to shoot, I mean... They're not just going to let themselves be taken over. He then, again, goes on to his his, his back-and-forth mentality here, where he says that um, that it is not the executive, uh, it's in, within the executive's power to interfere in uh, conflicts between the state and the federal government. Then whose job is it? I, I'm, I, I'm not sure. Uh, He's essentially stating that uh, any conflicts between the individual states and the federal government revolving around whether or not they own federal installations or whether or not they should or can secede, that's not the the realm of the federal government to decide. He further states that it's the rights of the states to decide their own fates. So again, he's Hmm. trying to offer – I see what President Buchanan is doing. He's trying to offer compromises here. He's saying that uh, I don't agree with secession. If is not legal, please do not do it. But then on the other hand, which makes the South mad, but it makes the North mad because he's offering no means for the federal government to actually intervene and stop secession from happening. So, so it sounds like he's trying to play both sides, but he's playing the wrong side of both of them. It, it, it kind of sounds like he's like trying it. to say things on both, both sides, or, but he, he's making everybody mad instead of everybody happy. Exactly. And he is, again, reiterating the lack of wanting to send uh, military enforcement down as a, to curb uh, you know, bad feelings, I guess, to try to you know, prevent by force a secession. So he is, again, ignoring Major mm-hmm. Anderson's calls last week for bringing reinforcements to Fort Moultrie or to even garrison Fort Sumner at all. Okay. So, I mean, I guess I can respect him on that end because I'm not entirely sure if if sending the military down would, would calm things down, I think it might have the, the opposite effect here. But yeah, no, again, mean. he's just he continues to play both sides. He's saying on one hand that 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 you know we we, we should allow the free the, the free states to be free, the slave states to be f- slave. His final part of his speech, he actually does mention that he wants to have uh, he recommends that a a new amendment is made to the Constitution to federally protect all slaves or slave states' rights to be slave states. So essentially he wants a federal amendment that actually in the Constitution protects slave states to be slave states and then furthers it and says that the property of those states should be defended at all costs. So if there is a fugitive slave that runs to the north, that should be in the federal Constitution as well that says that that northern state that's a free state is obligated to return the property back down to the south. So again... That playing sounds both controversial. Sides here, playing both sides here. Well, there's already you know, Jim Crow laws, and, not Jim Crow laws, there's already laws in place that, uh, that 
essentially guarantee that the northern states have to bring the southern like if a slave runs away from kentucky and gets into indiana they can from kentucky go into indiana and forcibly bring that slave back yeah and the local authorities in indiana have to help bring said slaves back okay so he's not helping he's not offering any solutions no he's staying in the middle ground which i guess is a kind of a normal thing for a politician to do well especially like he's kind of in his you know last little bit of his presidency he's he's just trying to ride this out and get to the end he's trying to get to the end without a secession happening underneath his watch but it still might we are i misspoke last week when i said i think it was the 10th of december that the south carolina is going to vote on the 20th of december about secession so we oh, are okay. essentially a little over two weeks away, two and a half weeks away from this vote from South Carolina. That's a big vote. Whether or not they should secede or not. And he's offering nothing from the federal point of view to aid or persuade this from happening. So pick a side, one side or yeah. the other. At this point, yeah. well, if like, there I is mean, a war that's going to happen. He's trying to please everybody right now. Because, like you said, he he doesn't want this to happen on his watch, so he's just trying to be like, no, every you know, nothing's gonna well, happen or whatever. Well, the week's gonna end when, on December fifth, President Elect Lincoln will strongly condemn Buchanan's State of the Union, uh, specifically against the point of where the states have the right to secede and giving the responsibility of state secession into the states' hands. He said that's his, that is not what a federal you know, the, yeah. the federally elected highest position of this office, you should give us better answers than that. The federal government should have the rights to keep the government intact in its entirety with all the states intact and in its entirety. Yeah. And you're not like it is not the state's decision to do that. It is a federal government's decision to let them leave or not. Right. Yeah. It's the United States. Like we can't just because then what it, then what do we just let them come back if they want to come back after they secede? And they're like, oh, it turned out this didn't go well. I mean, Buchanan does warn, again, in his wishy-washy ways, that that secession is nothing less than revolution. And he is correct. It is nothing less than revolution. Yeah. The, the, the highest legal mind of the court has said flat out, it is not legal for states to secede. And I guess this is where we're going to end this week, Johnny. And I'm not given any confidence. Any any hope that I might have had at the end of November is now officially gone. I guess we will see what happens in the in the lead up to to South Carolina's vote on secession. We will see if any other states join suit. Yep. I am hopeful though because at least as of right now other than Georgia raising some money, no other state has called for a vote as of yet. So that's that's good. Maybe so just in South Carolina South and Florida, Carolina. right? Well, or I guess the vote Florida they were talked talking. about it they but they haven't called a vote. No. So hopefully it'll be contained to just South Carolina, but we'll see in the next coming weeks. That's it for this week in Civil War in Hindsight. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and join us on our other shows of Historic Hindsight and This Week in History.